Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. We're talking about all the squirrels today. We are, and we've got our favorite squirrel of all squirrels, all Miss squirrels. Heidi Fuller, and we are super excited. We are on location at Awakenings Boutique. Uh, we were really honored to be a part of the Real Faces of Cancer, um, which was probably two weeks ago, I think, at this point. But Heidi was running around like a squirrel, like a squirrel, doing all <laughs> no, the really magic, happy, yes. energetic, mm-hmm. enlightening yes. squirrel. It's like if you could, if you could picture. A squirrel that's Wonder Woman. <laughs> this is Heidi. I mean, this is a hundred percent six shots of espresso. Yes, well, and I mean, yes, yes. Uh, um, mm-hmm. in a latte. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Yes. Can we just get in a latte? <laughs> yeah, I just latte don't. You know, yeah. oh, you are a latte. Oh, yeah. you are a latte. <laughs> I know, but, but we love you. We came back and we yeah. like lassoed her in, and we and we. Put her down in the chair to really talk about what she's been doing since the last episode, episode 28, and um, how Faces of Cancer, the event, has changed since your prior. Yes. So, so fill us in, yeah. Heidi. Well, um, we've been in our Middletown location for a year. It's very exciting. Um, last year <laughs> when we were shooting Real Faces of Cancer, I was actually moving in mm-hmm. to the store. Um, so we shot on a Friday, and I opened this location on a Monday. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and I really, you know, didn't think that I had a real opportunity to enjoy the real faces. Um, I did, but to just soak it all in. Um, so we've been here a year, and what I have found is that the ladies, the wigs, the hair is taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're beginning to get known for our hair and our service. Um, and it's very interesting as well. Um, so half of our customer base right now, our beautiful hair loss warriors, are women experiencing hair loss outside of chemo. Thyroid, hormonal, mm. stress, mm-hmm. um, alopecia. So it's beautiful to watch those women come in um, and to give them a little piece back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it takes a lot of courage to walk in somewhere and pick out your hair. Yeah. So it's been interesting. That's amazing. What does that mean to you as you see it kind of unfold in a different way? It's not just cancer, but it expands past that. It just is an honor. It is an honor to be able to um, be a part of these women's lives and that they trust me. You know, there's women who have not shown... um, their hair loss to anyone, including their husbands, but they have shown it to me. And it just reinforces that this is a safe place for all women. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the hair um, is definitely taking over, which is wonderful. Skincare and um, hats and scarves, that's mainly what we do in here. So we recently learned that each hair has a name, or you can give it a name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to the clients, and um, how fun is that to see that unfold for you? Well, I call them she's, and (laughs) um, they do have names. It just, it creates a connection 
with mm -hmm. the client and the hair. Um, and then they're like, wait, I mean, do you name them? I'm like, no, I mean, a lot of them come with names. I'm not that crazy, but yeah. it, it creates a, a, just a fun environment. Um, and then when you watch the customers really embrace that and they start calling her she's and yeah. uh, new hair and um, we just try to make it as fun as possible for them. Well, and you feel that. I mean, you walk in here and the energy alone is mm -hmm. very uplifting and the vibe is super positive. And I mean, it's like you, you pick a hair day, any hair day, and then they're all going to be great, you know? So it's, it's really fun and it's really fun to see when the women put them on, you can tell their personalities do shine. And we were talking to a couple, and you, you guys will hear that um, here in a minute, but that when they have their different wigs, they do feel like they have a different personality mm -hmm. that day when they you know, yeah. kind of identify with that personality and that hair. And I'm like, man, that's amazing just to be able to have light in a really dark space like that. Light in your eyes, you can always mm -hmm. see it mm -hmm. in their eyes. Um, and when they have no hair, you can see them for who they are and they're beautiful. Yeah. And you can see their eyes. So it's almost like you can look into their soul. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's an honor and I'm blessed to be able to do it. So you've been here a year. Um, how did you, so you feel very exposed when you come into this place because you're, you're very vulnerable. So what have you learned about vulnerability and kind of helping them shed this and maybe ha moving forward with this new space in their life? Um, I share my story. I share and um, that I'm vulnerable, and I connect with them. And through my story, through my journey, <laughs> it's okay. <hang> on. <laughs> to be upset about your hair because we feel like we're vain, um, that we're lucky just to be alive, and that we're fighting. So we don't want to admit um, that we're really really upset about our hair um, so in here I give them that permission to cry and to be really upset about it and they're not vain mm -hmm. like I've mentioned before it's the ultimate insult of cancer you know it takes your you know it takes so much from you and then it's going to take your hair yeah well, and there's so much bonding that does happen over your hair. I mean, when you walk into a hair salon, mm -hmm. there are things that you tell your hairdresser that you won't even tell, yes. you know, your husband or your mm -hmm. therapist. Like, they know everything. And it's the same thing when you come in here. You're bonding over here, and you're getting to the darkest and, like, the deepest part of a person. And the fact that you've given them, again, like, a, just a beautiful place to create that. And it's very safe, and it's very inviting, and it's very comforting in here. Thank you. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. fantastic. It's my heart and soul. And yeah. they are my world. They're all so fascinating. They and are so beautiful, and I truly love each and every one of them. Absolutely, and I mean that's a great way. I mean, the real faces of cancer that you. I mean, you created this photo shoot. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And why did you decide to create this? I first decided to create it because um, I was just sick and tired of the wig manufacturers using beautiful young models to showcase their wigs versus real women. Mm -hmm. And that adds to the anxiety of going into a wig because they start to look on the internet. Because they're looking at in yes, the catalogs or on the internet. On the internet you start searching and then you see all these beautiful professional models and you think, how, I'm not that, you know, how am I gonna be able to pull this off? Um, so that was my original thought behind um, the photo shoot was to show 
Sorry about that. <laughs> a little aggressive. Side of people on a Friday. Gosh. Um, but yes, to show real women wearing the wigs. Um, and to just from there blast those photos, you know, wherever we could so women could see, okay, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're wearing a wig and they're a real person, just like me. Right. Um, and then it just took on a life of its own, and I'm so happy it did. It turned into not about the wigs, but more about showing real, raw beauty within the cancer storm, um, going bald and beautiful, um, the connection with their family members, bringing their families in, and just capturing that genuine and vulnerable moments. Um, because that's really what is going to make a difference in someone who is, you know, just starting their battle. Mm-hmm. So um, this year, we featured 14 women again, um, so they could all have their stories and be featured in Today's Woman. And um, it was interesting, 13 of the 14 women had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and it, the age spanned from 28 to 42, 46, Um, and that was very eye-opening. Another pretty magical thing that I saw this year was because a lot of the women were in their 30s, early 40s, their moms were of the same age as well. So they were able to connect and talk about how they felt about their daughters going through this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had a couple of them the mom say I've spent so much time and money on therapy and this is what I needed yeah and I think they're gonna um, start a group a mother's group out of this so there was a lot of connection this year um, they were also you know the women were all supporting each other going to chemo together mm-hmm. and it just and beautiful I, I you really it was palpable when we were stepping into it um, we, we were kind of the outliers but on purpose like we wanted to really experience it for what it was um, they, some of the ladies were getting their makeup done by Sam from Prim who's yes. amazing and Haley Haley was here too mm-hmm. um, it, it, phenomenal because you could really see the light in their eyes mm-hmm. um, but one thing I really wanted to say is each and every picture that was taken or each and every moment when you were hugging or with a person it was the the best like I stood back and I was watching because that was like you helped create all this and mm-hmm. it was one of the biggest things I took away from it like yeah. you yeah. really do connect yes I really like you yeah. when yeah. you hug like you're hugging mm-hmm. like you're, yes. you're you're squeezing like I you want to feel their life yeah yeah. I loved watching you start to dance and you because you could tell like some of these women were very apprehensive about mm-hmm. getting their photos taken and yes. like you know they kind of give you that like scared of shit smile mm-hmm. and you were coming in like blaring yep. music like girl no let's jam it out yeah. and as soon as they felt comfortable those smiles were megawatts mm-hmm. I mean they were beautiful and I mean I can't wait to see the photos because I've, mm-hmm. I've just seen like snippets uh-huh. and I'm like man I can't wait to see like the magic that the photographers were able to capture that you helps ignite I mean mm-hmm. whether you want to believe that or not like that is just something that so. you know those women they needed you and Again, like just that, is it okay to be me? Mm-hmm. Is it okay it's to like, yeah, just let when loose? you have photographers. Sure. And, oh my gosh. I and there's mean, a TV crew here. Yes. I do all this. There's another, like, I mean, this place was yes, packed it full was of people. Hacked. Yeah. Um, and that's why I start the photo shoot off by um, being photographed and, yeah. you know, dancing to kind of light 
yeah. that up. And when I see someone who's a little um, terrified because they're vulnerable mm-hmm. again, you know, I'll jump in and dance. And I can't dance, but I love girl, dancing. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got moves. Right. I see it. Yeah. I see it. I mean, good. Try. <laughs> But there were a lot of their support systems here. So obviously, yeah. you know, when you're when you're in front of your support system too, and you're like, do I? Like, you're trying mm-hmm. to give yourself permission, but like they, you kind of want their permission too. Like, yeah, I be myself, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you definitely yeah. showed up for them that day. And I'm glad you um, brought up permission. This is the first time, and what I've seen is that they give themselves permission to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get into the fight, you're focused, fight, fight, and you don't. You don't really think that you should do anything else outside of fighting. I mean, a lot of women. Um, so it's wonderful to see that it gets to be all about them. Yeah. yeah. And something that we saw that, I, I mean, I know I took kind of mental note of was there was, there was a lot of women that had their own children here. Mm-hmm. But again, like you were saying, their moms were here too. So it's generational. I mean, and cancer obviously affects everybody in your family. But do you find that you're seeing more younger females yes, that are facing breast cancer? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is, um, it's horrible, quite honestly. They're young. They're in their 30s, early yeah. 40s. It's a lot of the women who are coming in here, and they are just, I mean, it's like a deer in headlights. They're just like, what, you know, how did this happen to me? Right. They have children. Like baby, baby young children. They're just turning one or two. They're they're young. Mm -hmm. Young babies. Yes, and families. And, you know, um, so that's why, you know, bringing, you know, having them bring their families in so Mm -hmm. they can capture. A lot of times we don't, I wish I would have taken more pictures when I was going through Mm -hmm. so I could, you know, look back. Um, But this is a time for them um, to be photographed with their loved ones and they'll have those photos for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any insight on why we would be seeing an increase in breast cancer at this age or at a younger age or I don't know if you've heard, read anything or seen anything about that? And I've been kind of fighting this for a while but honestly it's something in our environment. It has to be because if you look at like my mom's generation like the 60s and 70s they're healthy. A lot of them haven't had cancer Mm -hmm. um and then you look at the women who are 30 and 40 and you're kind of like oh my you know what yeah what was going on in our upbringing like Mm -hmm. something it has to be hormonal environmental who knows yeah but yeah something Mm -hmm. it's it's not a good thing yeah no I I agree. I mean, it was kind of astounding to see just, again, I wasn't prepared to see that many young faces mm-hmm. affected by this, but it's eye-opening because, I mean, I, I think we were, I think you gave us a statistic that it's like one in eight that are going to be diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, probably those eight, changed. Yeah. 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 Those eight, one in four, one in four, one in three develop metastatic. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's just, it's stage three and stage four and... I mean, it's, a lot of it's not even in the early stages. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's insane. Um, just a quick question about this again, awakenings. Um, what if, after going through a year and again, you were battling your warrior of cancer. Mm-hmm. You're a mom, but you also have a business. What were some of your takeaways from your first year of a being able to balance it, but still being able to show up every day? And, and did you show up every day? <laughs> I did, but, um, you know, I, I failed horribly 
my first year in business. I made so many mistakes and I don't even know why I'm still open. Um, it's a God thing. Um, and God is through here. He wants me doing this because there's no way I should still be going at this moment. Um, so, you know, it, it was exhausting the first year. And looking back, I'm like, I just made so many mistakes and learned from those. And I'm still learning. Yeah. But I just feel like God is with me, within me, and he's making this happen. Mm-hmm. And he's helping me overcome those mistakes yeah. and, and move on. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, You're definitely and, moving yeah, forward it, in yeah, a very the, positive way. The train's still on the tracks, girl. It's it is. Okay. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, um, you said something really interesting um, about, and this was a while ago, um, something about if you make a decision to be with your family or you make a decision to be with your business, mm-hmm. um, that you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And that's hard because, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like my first year it was – I neglected my family and I was here nonstop and now I'm taking that time to rest mm-hmm. and taking the time to be with my daughter because I don't want to miss that. I don't yeah. want to miss those years. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge learning lesson. Well, I'm glad that you have some introspect to see that. I mean, that because that, that is the hardest part, especially when you, you know, your family is so young. Um, mm-hmm. When you have young kids and you're starting a, a business, like your business needs you, but your family needs you. And your family understands, like when you have to take a step back, yeah. it's okay. Um, but it's, I think, mentally, as you know, females and a lot of female entrepreneurs are very type A and they like to have it done a certain way. Yes. And it's hard to be flexible again, you know, with that expectation of like, it's okay if it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I feel like it does take a good year for you to be like, okay. I didn't have to stress so much yes, about that, yeah. and I wasted mm-hmm. a lot of energy and a lot of time on something that I didn't need to, you know, harp over yeah, that and, long. Um, you know, when you open a business, you're um, the face of the business. You're an accountant. You're the window washer. <laughs> you're the janitor. You're the um, purchaser. You know, yeah. it's it's all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mop the floors. I do it all. So you really have to prioritize as well, but it can be hiring and my customers they they just inspire me and they fuel my fire mm-hmm. to keep doing this and it's gonna probably be hard for a while but yeah. it's a lot of fun well and that's oh, I love it fun. yeah it's you can definitely fun. can and like I feel like with business if you're you have to have a passion for why you created the business which you obviously have in helping women find uh, you know their identity you know after cancer um, because you're gonna need to tap into that when it gets really hard Mm -hmm. and when you're like I just want to quit I want to get off this roller coaster I want to be done with it but you come back to it because that passion overtakes every like all the other things that you're starting to Mm -hmm. you know question or you know have weird feelings about but so what's really funny is like when when Shane and I talk about you like off air um, (laughs) one of our one of our when we wanted to do the faces of cancer because you know we have conversations like you know what we want to do moving forward with CZL one thing we always say is like you give zero f's yeah. like you are your most authentic self mm-hmm. and it is amazing to see like as we follow you and as we followed your journey yeah. like you don't care like you're yeah. like i mean you do care I but do you care, don't but care, but care. I, like yeah. you're like this is this is me girl yeah, yeah. Like, i don't want to be you know i spent 10 years in the corporate world and i always felt like i was someone else and had to dress a certain way um but I really feel like I can be myself through here. Yeah. Oh, and, and it comes out and it shows. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's really, really, really fun to see. Yeah, and I just want to be in my black tank top and jeans. Just living the best life over here. Yeah, yeah. Dance and like, you know, I mean, it's so um, liberating mm -hmm. to be yourself. Yeah, it is. I know. Traveling mm -hmm. your truth, girl. It is. It's so Yay. great to be free. <laughs> All right, yes. so remind our listeners how they can find you. Um, Awakenshop.com and um, Facebook, Wig Lady Boutique, Instagram, Wig Lady Boutique. I'm here in Middletown, um, right next to Paul's and Two Chicks and Chatterbox, um, and then they can call. Love it. So, yeah. Hey. Well, Heidi, thank you so much for thank all you're you. doing, and thank you for you know letting us come and Absolutely. be a part of this. But just thank, thank you for supporting me. You know, I can't do it without women like you. Well, and we'll that's why it's Happy to help. so important. <laughs> I know. And I love Forever. you all. Yeah. You're oh, amazing. We, we love, love you, you too. <laughs> we just love talking to Heidi. I know. Isn't she just like a little breath of fresh air? Jim. Just love that one. So as promised, mm -hmm. we're going to go into some stories of the women from the event of the Real Faces of Cancer. So you're going to hear first is Miss Michelle. Okay. We're rolling. Uh, all right. All right, one more time. Restate your name. Michelle Henderson. Hi, Michelle. Hi. I'm excited to be here with you today. Yes, me too. Yeah. It's been amazing so far. This yes. is great. Yes. So we are on location today at Awakenings Boutique, owned by Miss Heidi Fuller, who has been a guest on the Crazy Zen Life podcast in the past. She's episode 28. 28. If anybody wants to go back and listen to her story, it's fantastic. We're going to chat with Heidi in a minute. But we wanted to talk to one of the real faces of cancer and get to know more about the kind of women that are coming in for this event. Absolutely, absolutely. So I found out January of this year, um, I found a lump by myself because I'm not of age for mammogram yet. So that's not mm -hmm. part of my annual exam. Um, I had had my annual exam in June, nothing found. So it came on quick. Um, once I found the lump, doctor's visits, biopsies, ultrasounds, and then comes the whirlwind of doctor's appointments when you actually get your diagnosis. And it's very overwhelming in the beginning very very overwhelming but yeah. it's I say it's it's not a death sentence it's just it's just a journey yeah and everybody's got good bad and different but it's it's not what everybody thinks it is sure yeah. what have you discovered on your journey so far you know just I've really just learned more about myself because you know like I've said cancer takes everything from you it took my fingernails it took parts of my body, it took my hair, but you know, it can't take my fighting spirit. And I just really had to dig deep and just, you know, find my inner warrior. But more than that, I just learned to love myself for who I was. Like when I'm looking in the mirror and I have, you know, nothing, it's a blank canvas. There's no eyelashes, eyebrows, no hair. You know, you just gotta love the skin you're in. And that's what I've really, really learned this year is just the skin I'm in is as beautiful, made up as it is, you know, yeah. blank. Well, I will tell you, you've got such a beautiful sparkle in your eye right now. Like hearing you that do. story, like I get chills. Like I'm, Thank you. I'm getting teary. I'm like, what a beautiful story. I just Thank love you. when, again, you're faced with adversity. This is probably the hardest thing you've ever had to deal with in your Absolutely. life. And when you met yourself for the first time, you are. You're awake. You're like this. It awakened a warrior, and here you are. I mean, you and you 
exuberate a beautiful spirit and one that is not going to give up. So I applaud you for for doing that. Not without a fight. It's, I mean, like I am going, I'm going down fighting. Like, but I'm not going down, but (laughs) I am absolutely 100% fighting. Yeah. So So where are you on your recovery journey with, is it breast cancer? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I am, uh, I finished chemo at the end of June. Um, and then I went and did my full bilateral mastectomy. Um, we've had a few hiccups there. I had, um, I was I was home for literally a day and a half. Then I spiked a 102.8 fever. Um, and I ran those for a week, but I didn't have an infection, but that landed me in the hospital for a week. And that landed another surgery five days after the first one. Oh, wow. And then um, I get home and I'm home two weeks and then I'm told I gotta go in again. So the third one was just this past Friday. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. And you're here. And I'm here. And I know that it's Monday. listeners cannot (laughs) see you, but you would have never guessed in a million years that you would be here looking this fabulous. And yes, Yes. you look amazing. The third surgery was just this Friday, so I still may have some anesthesia in there somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Well, (laughs) Well, you could get me through this day. Really, absolutely. Absolutely. That's incredible. Well, speaking of getting you through this day, it sounds like you have a great support system. Can you tell us about that and who's with you here today? My mom and my sister, um, and they have just been amazing since they found out, you know, they just, they've always said, you know, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it together. And I have such a strong family unit that it's been amazing because I do have two children um, and I am a single mom. So, you know, without me, they, you know, they would have, they, there's no one. So that's even more of a reason to, to fight. But I found friends in places I never would have expected. So I have my church family. I have my family. But your family is always like a given when you go through things Mm -hmm. like this because family really rallies around each other. But I was the most impressed and surprised with my daughter is my youngest she dances and the dance studio rallied around me they did like a surprise fundraiser where they made t-shirts for one of our competitions that said shells army with like the dance breast cancer uh you know symbol on the back and you know that's just and then they you know surprised me at one of our pre-dance you know where we view and they surprised me like you know with this the check but they wanted to know that I wasn't alone in this and that mm-hmm. they were as much behind me as my family was and, right and they've continued to be that way and it's just that where I said it support comes from surprising places wow yeah. that's incredible I, I think it's important that. to know yeah. it is for yeah. those battling this journey maybe sure to look around and maybe yeah. there's maybe support and it's going to be people you don't expect it's going to be people that you you may or may not even talk to on a daily basis or mm-hmm. you may have just gradually spoke and said hey and passing at the dance studio but then they come up to you and tell you you know this means so much to them because somebody that they know went through it and and maybe their journey was a little different but you know they 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 breathe hope into you and they you know just let you know hey as long as you're standing we're right behind you right and so speaking of being standing with people that are supporting you how did you how did you meet Heidi so right after I was diagnosed I immediately knew, okay, hair loss is coming. It's inevitable. Chemo is not going to let you keep your hair. Mm-hmm. So I came out here and um, just fresh off the news, and I walked in here, and I was like, well, I'm going to lose my hair, so I need to find a wig, and I want a wig to look as much like my hair as possible. And she's like, okay, well, that's fine, but she wanted to know about me first. Like, let me get to know you so that I can help you. And... Um, I didn't end up 
buying my very first wig from her, but some of my best advice on those days when I was really, really having a hard time came from things that she said to me. Like the night that I did my own head shaving and I shaved my head, I remembered her telling me to just take that power because that was the one thing cancer couldn't take from me. You know, you just, that you take that power and you take that control and then that's when you get that fighting spirit. And at first I was like, that seems crazy because I'm shaving my head. I don't know how that's gonna make me wanna fight. I feel like that's gonna make me really sad. But the night that my neighbor who watched me grow up came over and shaved my head, it was. It was like as soon as she took those, it was like it opens up your inner like G.I. Jane and yeah. you're like, I am totally gonna crush this now. Yeah. And you just like you just wanna stand up and just be like yeah. <laughs> and look really crazy, but right. you know, and I looked around the room and everybody was like tearful and crying but I was just you know like I said it just it opened up that beast that Heidi said that you would find as soon as you did that right so I just kept coming back and kept trying on wigs and um, now I have 13 I might have a problem I love it. Like, I don't know but you know I just I, more or less anything I just come out here because she has such an infectious spirit she really she does and yeah. that infection is just it's so contagious, but it's so amazing for people like us that, mm -hmm. you know, this Awakenings is like our safe haven. Yes. Because we come in here and we can take our hair off and just sit down and relax and just be like, you know. Yeah. And it's just, that's what her place is. It's like the, it's the safe haven for cancer, but it's not sad and doom and gloom. Mm -hmm, right. It is the most vibrant fun place you can ever come into. Well, Heidi yeah. is the definition <laughs> of fun and vibrant. She is. She's not going to let anyone why. walk out. No, right. and that's why feeling. I love her. But I mean, even that day when, because I had very short hair, I had a pixie cut and there was no way that I was matching my hairstyle. It was, it was unfortunate, but it was, it was true. So she gave me the idea of a bob style and I was like, at the time it was just too much hair because I felt just overwhelmed by the process. Sure. I, just been told I had cancer then it was like now I'm gonna lose my hair and now I've got to change my hair from short to a bob I've never had a bob in my life except for when I was in elementary school and it was just there was all these life changes that I felt like were happening at once but she gave me that idea and then I kept coming back and every time I'd be like well maybe and then she was like when you're ready you're not you'll know and yeah I sat down in that chair and I put that one on that I absolutely love. She's Malibu. She's a blonde. And, and the one you're wearing today. And, and the one I'm wearing today. This one's Victoria. But it went, it went from, you know, blonde to blonder. So every time I come in, I get blonder. So now I'm platinum. Where before I was just like this kind of like a, a dirty blonde with a dark red. Right, right. Yeah. So I just kept getting different styles and now I love it and now you are. have 13 now I have 13 do you feel like when you put them on you have a different personality I oh do. yeah because every one of them has a name so that's the fun part about it is, is when you put that wig on you're not you're not you anymore you've all automatically just become like your alter, alter ego, ego. Yeah. and that's what you are that day so people when I was going to work and I would have my wigs on they would say so who are you today and I would be like you know I'm Carmella or yeah and a lot of them some of them come with names but some of them just come with like the colors so you take the color of the wig and because I have one that's kind of like a black cherry and um the, the wig color is chocolate cherry but when I wear it I'm amaretta because oh, I love it. That's love what it, it reminds yes. me because my Nana used to put Almoretta and Coke and that was her <laughs> cherry Coke. So it was okay. a fun little kind of 
tribute to my Nana, too, because sure. she's not here. So it was like, you know, when I wear her, I'm Amaretta, and there's, you know, Mocha, and then there's, you know, I have Cookie, and then I have Carmella, and I have so many others, but, you know, they're just... They're just yeah. I know. And you should see your face. I, I mean, yeah. and I wish that our listeners could see it, but you're so lit up talking about this experience and what experience it is to put on each wig. Yes. And yes. and what it, it means. Yeah. When you take it off, you're a warrior. <laughs> you put it on, you're still the same warrior, but, you know, it's just... A little more peppy your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit higher kick. Because right. that's when you're like... People look at you and they don't think, oh, you know, you don't get the funeral smile when you have your hair on. Yeah. When you don't have your hair on, you tend to get the funeral smile and you're like, not today. Right. Not me. Not yes. Oh, well, we really appreciate yes. you sharing yes. the story. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's been so, so and, fun. I mean, keep going, girl. Yes. I got this. We got this. Yeah. Got this. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, lady. We want to say thank you to Michelle for helping us understand her story and her journey. Oh, I just love that one. I mean, that one really hit home. Mm-hmm. I just, she's such a great woman and all the personalities of her wigs i know right so really fun. fun really fun super sassy <laughs> so you're gonna hear another story from miss cheryl all right so we're still hanging out with the ladies at awakenings boutique today for the real faces of cancer photo shoot and today uh we'd like to hear a little bit more from our friend cheryl so cheryl if you could can you share with us your story of when you were diagnosed I was diagnosed in April of this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what type of cancer were you diagnosed? I had breast cancer, and uh, and um, then I wound up getting the du- a double mastectomy because they told me that um, it was just stage zero, but then it wound up being stage two, and then I needed treatment. So that's when I met Heidi. Okay. When they told me I needed chemo and I was going to lose my hair, my husband found this boutique online. And her story was just amazing. So we're both crying, and then I called her and came in, and she's she had wigs everywhere. I mean, she was just, try this, try this, nope, nope, yep, yep. I mean, she... She's she's amazing. She's awesome. She really I mean, is. Yeah. She's, I love her. Do you feel like she helped you find your personality through a wig? Mm-hmm. It, it was really easy to kind of find that identity through that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, she has her wigs named, and I was like, wow. But I have my name, too. I mean, yeah. I get yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I understand. Yeah. Right. Do you feel like you have a different personality depending on the wig that you put on? Mm-hmm. How many, wigs, yeah. how many wigs do you have? I have four. Four. And are they all the same color, or do you feel like you can go in a different direction with color? Two of them are similar. One of them is shorter, and uh, another one is like a halo, where I can wear a baseball cap. Oh, yeah. That's, that's nice. Fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's great. And they all came from Mike. Great. That is great. So when you found Awakenings, did you feel like you found community within that? Yes. Yeah. It was nice to see that other people had the same journey. Yeah. I mean, not that I wish that on them, but... Sure, sure. You want to know you weren't alone. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I I mean, that's. I feel like with a a lot of things, especially when it's new and something as detrimental as cancer, feeling like you're not alone in the battle is half the battle. Exactly. Yeah. And how how has this journey changed you since, I mean, April? That's not a long time ago. This has been, this is new for you. So what have you discovered about yourself? Um, I have discovered, I guess, to live in the now, don't worry about tomorrow or next year, and 
if something in your life is not organic, then you need to get rid of it. Like relationships or anything that's been toxic to you in the past. Yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah, and was that like a, a hard lesson? I mean, were you able to cut people out or relationships out like that, and you were like okay with it, or was that also a lesson that you were like, wow, I didn't see this coming? I'm pretty strong, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't really have to cut out in relationships, but it was more like the tolerance level changed. Mm. So yeah, interesting. So, who is here with you today? Uh, my daughter, Megan. Uh, my friend, Jackie, and my friend Patty was here, but she left. Okay. Oh, so it sounds like you've got a really like strong sense of community and support. Is that something that you feel like you you need going through oh, yes. this? Yeah. Yes, and I do. Yeah, that's great. For someone out there that might be just entering their journey, do you have any advice for them? Stay positive and live in the now. There's nothing you can control tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Cheryl, thank you, thank you so much for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And you look amazing today, by the yes, way. you thank do. You. That's fantastic. I can't wait to see the picture. Thanks, Cheryl. Thank you. So that's it. That was, I just love this episode. This was such a great, just eye-opening story. And the fact that we can just help share more stories of people who are going through this battle and are just coming out as warriors, just, I love it. I mean, what a cool platform to be able to do this, but also to meet and share these incredible women with our Zen community just totally lights my heart very very humbling so big thank you to all the ladies that we were able to share with and if you want to check out Heidi and learn more yes. about her and her purpose absolutely so Heidi has a couple different ways you can reach her awakenshop.com is the website for awakenings boutique you can follow Heidi herself on Instagram as wig lady boutique um, and again her shop is called awakenings boutique uh, and if you want to catch more of the Real Faces of Cancer, we just gave you a little glimpse, but you're going to get to see a lot more. If you head over to our website, I'm sorry, our Facebook page, you can check out a story that was run on a local TV channel here in Louisville about the Real Faces of Cancer. So hop on over to Crazy Zen Life and you can find Heidi's story there. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.